Hey, this is Johnny Hollis. Ben Matthews from the Hollis Band. This is Dustin Testerman from Costkilling and the Killings. This is Danny Skill. Hey guys, this is Nikki Jackson. And this is Cody Tucker. We are Nikki and Cody, and you're listening to Local Earshot Podcast. Ow! We're good, streaky! Yes! <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry, we're going, we're going streaking through the quad and into the gymnasium. Come on, everybody! Come on! Snoop! Snoop a loop! Snoop a No, it's cool, it's cool. I'm cool. Bring, bring your green hat. Let's go. Come on, everybody! We're going! Here we go! Man, man. Man, put the music back on. Let's get the party back. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. We, uh... Got a recurring guest with us in today, Brian Wofford. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. How about y'all? Uh, well, uh, Jonathan Grissom, more bands. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. Uh, we actually had a... I'm not going to say the name or the company on here because I don't deserve it after doing this, but uh, we actually had a guest cancel on us, or not even that. They just ghosted our ass, so I guess they're too Hollywood for us. So, best of luck to them, but I don't want nothing to do with them. That's a good way to burn a bridge with me. Yep. So... Anyway, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Still doing the, the, the wheelchair basketball stuff? Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, came back from a tournament in Dallas, actually. Uh, we uh, went one, uh, two wins, one loss. Oh, yeah. So, uh, not bad. Uh, not bad. Uh, what's the age group you're, you're coaching? Uh, up to 14 right now. Like it's, I, it's all ages in the Oklahoma City area. That plays wheelchair basketball. I I am officially their coach. I coach the adults. Uh, we have eighteen and under league and uh, fourteen and under league, and I coach all of them. But right now the numbers are kind of low. We're looking to build that up anyway. So, uh, but right now we only have what's called the prep division, which is fourteen years old and under. So does it take you across the country at all, or at least to other states and everything? Oh yeah, we're uh, we're going to Nebraska, like oh. in. Uh, a week and a couple days. Corn. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Exciting. Uh, the, the thing is, with wheelchair basketball, we don't have uh, we don't have a lot of teams local, right? You don't have enough sure, kids sure. per yeah, high yeah. school to have a high school a, a team per high school like we do all other youth sports. So you kind of pull the people in from around your area to make one team. And and a lot of people don't know that that exists, so you, you get uh, small numbers or whatever. But also, because you do have to pull in from a group, there's no close games. So you're not going to your crosstown rival and right, hanging right, out at right. that high school. You're driving to another state almost every time you play. But the way we kind of circumvent cost and keep it down for uh, both the participants and the uh, companies and organizations that fund our travel uh, is that we do tournament style play. So like we'll get, we went to Dallas and there was try to maximize three other teams. The, yeah, the game time. Or the the experience that they can get while yeah. they're in the location. Yeah, the kind of cost per game. Right, right. Because right? so we'll get one tournament is held by this one organization. One team will host a tournament, and then you'll bring in four or five schools, or sorry, uh, four or five other teams from other areas, and they'll come in. Now we tend to keep travel costs down as much as we can because we are a nonprofit. So uh, that's why you go to Dallas and Nebraska is, sure, is sure. a far, for pretty far trip for us. Uh, but like I was in, I went to college in Wisconsin and played, we went down to Florida. Uh, I've, I've played out on, uh, an all veteran Dave Kylie three on three spirit of the games invite only tournament. 
Cool. Uh, and that was on Venice Beach. So that was real, real neat. We actually had a, a streaker run through our tournament, and get tackled, and uh, it was whole whole California experience. Wow! Yeah, I would not have if I'm if you're telling me, hey, we're gonna go watch wheelchair basketball youth league. Uh, streaking would not be on anything I would have ever thought. <laughs> we we even had an on court commentator. Think uh, and one basketball. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You had the dude on the mic that was hyping everybody up. Yeah, yeah. We had a guy out there. He called himself Mouthpiece, <laughs> and he w- he was duly named. It was a w- good name for him. That kid could uh, just come up with something off. on the spot all day. Not he even commentated the streaker. It was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> wow, man, I, that's. Uh... Hell, that's actually kind of become a thing of the past. I mean, you see it in soccer almost exclusively only now. It used to be you'd see it in football and everything else, and now it's just – I think we had one in college this year, didn't we? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we, was we somebody one, that – It was a rivalry. I think it might have been OU in Texas or a, a big game like that because I remember watching it. But yeah, people just ain't got it in them to do it anymore, you know? I think it's people realize that social media is reach nowadays. Oh. So they're like, hey, I don't want the whole world to see my three inches. And there's a camera on yeah. everything. <laughs> but I, it's a duly bad move to say, I'm going to go streaking during a youth game. Like, you're already making a bad decision, but that just piles on a felony. Well, on mine top of was, it, you know, the one that we had the streaker was an adult. Uh, it was all veterans, actually. It was veteran only three on three tournament. Oh, so this wasn't a youth thing? No, oh, no, 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 okay, no. Okay. Just wheelchair basketball. <laughs> so it is still a bunch of disabled people rolling around playing basketball, and you're like, hey, y'all are all around ball height. Let me just oh, dance around with my man. goods in your face. What a dick. And then there was a couple veterans, you know, I mean, PTSD is a real struggle for a lot of us. Uh, myself included and there was a couple that were getting real angry and tried to run him down with their chairs and you just you can't compete in a wheelchair versus uh legs when you're talking short-term distance speed (laughs) now you start talking about marathons we we what about all you you guys that's what i'm saying you're kicking my ass every time you you get into long distance (laughs) and we got you we got you oh that's great but that short-term sprint speed uh that that belong that strength belongs to the dual legged people. <laughs> well, there's a reason we evolved to make it this far, and they say it's that's yeah, why. I mean, you could hook up a a golf cart in or a uh, not a golf cart engine, but a um, go kart engine to your. <laughs> Gets yeah, you then you'll definitely beat them short time. You know? yeah, I believe that that uh, violates wheelchair basketball rules. So. <laughs> Motor wheelchair. No internal combustion engines. We had to make that rule because somebody did it. <laughs> Well, I mean, hell. Well, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I mean, people want to compete. Let them compete, but keep your clothes on if you're in the crowd. People, come on. I mean, unless you're happen to be a twenty-something, very well-stacked young lady that wants to show off the cable crowd, by all means, let them fly. <laughs> you do you, boo. <laughs> Free. Oh, dude, I saw today Meatloaf died. <clears throat> what? 74 yeah. years old, what passed away. What the fuck, man? This month, or I would say from end of last year, December to, yeah. to this month, we've lost some heavyweights, man. Yeah, I mean, you'd put Betty in Betty a group White. with any other person, and you're going to argue that this was a, a heavy loss yeah. season. Yeah. Damn, man. No, I, I definitely... But yeah, I, Meatloaf, man, he was something else. Wasn't a, I wasn't a killing... Balls out, Meatloaf fan. But I mean, I knew the bat from uh, Bat Out of Hell album and all that. The and two, yeah, yeah, all that. And 
I would do any. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, Paradise uh, by the Dashboard You only lights. have to listen to it once, and that's it. Because after that, you'll never want to hear that fucking song again. You know, maybe there's greatness there. I don't know. But <laughs> See, I've always enjoyed it. I got fond childhood memories of my mom singing that song in the car driving down the street. Paradise by the Dashboard Ladder or Anything for Love? Anything for Love. Oh, no. I don't like that song. <laughs> oh, no. I do for the first three minutes, like a normal song should be. Oh, that, but then it's fair. like, all right, that's we're, fair. We're closing in on November rain time signatures here, man. Uh, this is like fourteen minutes. Let's get the get get this fucking thing moving, okay? <laughs> See, now I'm going to get crucified for this, but that's how I feel about Pink Floyd's intros. Is like I enjoy you. I love I love me some Pink, right? I love Pink Floyd, but. The sound the, of wind blowing the, doesn't turn you on. The, the three minute intro to your song, <laughs> and then the two and a half minute song, it just doesn't seem balanced for me. I guess, <clears throat> although I disagree, being as how my opinion is the same of of uh, uh, anything for love, I guess we'll we'll concede that point. <laughs> I, I think everybody in your uh, following is now saying that's why he's the music expert and why the guest no. isn't. No, there's there's people that don't like Pink Floyd, uh-huh. and they're um, wrong. I don't know where those people <laughs> and they're are. Wrong. <laughs> Maybe probably in Afghanistan because they don't have a lot of music in Afghanistan. Hey. I'm sure there's people in Afghanistan that don't like Pink Floyd. They're they're entitled to their wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy though, man. All right, R.I.P. Meatloaf. That sucks. And if oh man. Do we want to? Do we want to have guesses on the Deadpool for the upcoming? Anybody? Anybody? Oh. Anybody? I don't want to wish ill will on anybody, and as many as we've lost so far, I don't want to. But since you brought up Pink Floyd, I'm going to say David Gilmore better not be on that fucking list this goddamn year. I think the one that would that I could see being feasible, feasible, but probably very likely would be uh, old Angus Young. Ooh, man. He's actually the the youngest of the band. Yeah, but that guy didn't necessarily live easy on his heart. He's a wee little guy. Yeah, a lot of cocaine for a wee little guy. Uh, Allegedly. Well, I don't know. That whole... I don't know a lot about ACDC individuals. I know a lot about the, the band and their history, but <clears throat> they're one of those that keep all that stuff kind of... They don't really tell a lot of I think as they like should, that. right? Yeah. I mean, but you, know, you have Guns N' Roses, and they're the opposite. Or Motley Crue. They, uh, they talk all the excess. but And and which one of those groups are still around and still... Technically, like, they all are. I mean, technically, together, on paper. original group that's still alive, not... <laughs> a a business entity. Um, supposedly, Motley Crue's hitting the road this year. Is that the original Motley Crue? Mm-hmm. Or? It's okay. all the originals. All right. Whether they sound good or not, that remains to be seen, man. I've seen Motley Crue three times, and they got progressively worse up to the very last time i seen them. <clears throat> Mostly on the lead singer, Vince, but supposedly he's doing this thing. He's working with a vocal coach. Everybody is saying he's loose, lost weight. He sounds great. So, of course, if you've got a stadium tour you're going up to do, you're going to have to say that because you got to put asses in seats. Yep. So. And, I mean, a lot of people w- would be willing to go even if he's not quite up to snuff, you know, because of the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about a Motley Crue show is it's uh, it's more just a big fucking party than it is a like a concert. If you're going there to hear a uh, recreation of the CD, not the band you're going to probably be impressed by. But if you're going there to get fucked up and have a hell of a good time and just party your fucking balls off, 
Motley Crue, absolutely the band to go see. Okay, can we shit on some people, or are we trying not to do that right now? <laughs> uh, I, I was just thinking, we're talking about like people not being quite what they used to be. I was going to ask, uh, in your opinion, what was the worst, uh, most disappointing live performance you've ever seen? But I, I get that working Chevelle. in the music industry, sometimes you don't want to... Chevelle. You don't bite the hand that feeds you. Okay. Um, and I say that because, not because of where they're at now. When I seen them, they were still an opening band. But they had like three singles on the radio, and they were just fucking everywhere. So I'm like, all right. So they uh, there was at a corn corn show, corn were the headliners. So we went to uh, got our seats and everything. The opener came on; they were good. And then Chevelle came on, and I was like, I think this is what happens when you have a band that hasn't really had the live experience with the big houses, and all of a sudden their album or song takes off and they're all of a sudden they're on this billing that they don't have the equipment for, or they're just not there yet. And it sounded just terrible, man. And nothing against the band. Right. Again, they've been around, they've been successful since then. This was their first outing, but it was just, compared to what you heard on the radio, this new hot band, you know, the, the whole change in music was happening at the time. I was really looking forward to it and it just did not hold up. All right, see, for me, it was uh, Pat Green. Definitely different genre, for sure. I've seen him, too. He put on a great show. And see, that's what I've heard about everybody else. So I can't help but wonder if he wasn't under the weather or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it happens. But he was, man, I'm telling you, like, if I was at a karaoke bar, I would go to the bathroom. (laughs) Like, it was... It was like a bad karaoke singer. He just wasn't there. And at that point, I was real big into the Texas country scene, right? Like Kevin Fowler was yeah, kind of my the jam. Whole red dirt uh, and, thing. Yeah. yeah. And and I love Pat Green. I love his album work. Uh Me and Billy the Kid is one of my I, I really like that song, Wave on Wave, obviously. But like I love his music. I just man, I was really disappointed when he got out there. And I think that is because I loved him so much. I was excited because he wasn't the headliner either, so it was yeah. Got the tickets for this person. I'm like, oh, he's going to be there too. That that makes it even better. So I'm excited. And then he just didn't show up the way I had hoped. It takes time, and it's like if I if you were to throw me in front of a big house like an amphitheater or something, I'm not equipped to play. You know, I mean, there's tricks you can do with the sound guy and this that or the other, but ultimately, if your gear isn't up to par, it's it's going to sh- directly influence or directly affect your your output. You know, absolutely. And I think a lot of bands. <clears throat> get that like they have they finally have a single that just takes off and but there's like a catch-up period that's got to happen too you know and i and on top of that you just have bands sometimes someone get you know just have a bad fucking night it happens and i try not to say i'll never go see them again because of a single bad gig you all right buddy <laughs> I got the wire and I hit the wire. Oh. I, like, <laughs> I saw something go off. I'm like, damn, man. <laughs> uh, the shit behind me. But I, I try not to say I'll never see a band again because I, I mean, I, I know just the same. Sometimes you just have an off fucking night. But the, the, the ones that get me are the when you see them. Man, that kicked ass. And then two, three years later, you see them. Eh, it wasn't that great. And it's it's like sometimes you can even tell there's something going on with the band during like, the show. Yeah, <laughs> like it's 
I don't know. I, that's why you buy a ticket to the show. You want it, it I, just in case something fucking happens. Yeah, it's kind of what makes the live show intriguing, right? You never. It's it's like listen to a vinyl record, right? It's that imperfection of it that kind of makes it. Yeah, hearing well, the hum in a in a speaker. Yeah, like that's part of the experience. Yeah, yeah. When you hear you hear that crackle, oh, crank that fuck. It's a lot different than turning on the radio, ain't it? Well, and that's the other thing too is when you have bands that. Are real pros. They've been doing it a while, and they come out with that stack of amplifiers. That's just visual. If they were to turn those amps, speaker walls, really on, they would hear you in Europe. <laughs> so they usually have one stack. Well, the front row backup. wouldn't hear ever again. Oh fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. The guitar player probably wouldn't even hear it. It just be. It would just because one half stack can make the clothes on your vibrate on you like god damn here we go and then i was well, you see <laughs> like up. slayer one of those bands they come out and they got walls up to the goddamn you know 30 40 feet high like uh if was, if those aren't uh, dummies and that's real we're gonna fucking be deaf <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know man as far as that stuff goes i've actually i thought that i would be more interested in the festival circuit that's coming out but I'm actually more interested in just seeing who the individual, the headliners, and who they're bringing, and maybe just a one night show. And that festival that's kicking off in—is it Las Vegas? It's Vegas. Yeah, I was I was going <clears> to <throat> ask you. Speaking of disappointing shows yeah. and festivals, like is this going to hit? You got sixty plus bands one day. It's either three or four stages. Like, what are they going to do? Their best, their top five songs, and they're cashing in on top nostalgia. two songs and out. That's all they're doing. There's one band on that list that I. Haven't seen. I want to see, and I, but I would not go to this festival to see them. Is a Treyu, and they're kind of a uh, heavy metal band from the early aughts, the we old days of the early aughts. I'm sure it's their intention, but every time I hear their name, I can't help but think of the movie Legend. A Treyu is, uh, I believe, it's the horse's name. Oh yeah, and Tom. I think Tom Cruise is the one that stars in that. Is he was a teenager, like sixteen, seventeen years old? He looks like. Oh shit! No, I didn't know Fights that. Fights against the devil. Like I just, I knew they were a band uh, that came out in like the like two thousand two, three, somewhere around there. And I think I was still in high school, but good band. But you look at the rest of the playlist, and it's like, I mean, I just think like that's a really. That's a cool list, but nothing just reaches out to me and says, oh my God, you got to go to Vegas. We are going to Vegas in July, but I ain't going to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of uh, people popping out and being like, hey, is this going to be like, what was it, a fire fire oh, festival yeah. or whatever? Oh, yeah, just collapsed like and people, people are worried about this kind of coming across as a scam like that because, I mean, it just mathematically, it doesn't add up. You got three stages, you got 60-plus artists one day. They like they can pull it off. Like the they they advertise as the world's largest music festival. It happens in Milwaukee every year at their state fairgrounds oh, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, rock fest. Uh, well, it, I think it's just music fest. Oh, uh, but they have a country fest, a rock yeah, yeah, fest, yeah. and all that. So, but they do it over a time period, and they have tons of stages. They got some indoors, some outdoors, some free, some cost. Uh, it's a great experience if you've never been. I highly recommend it. Uh, but they do it over a time period, and that makes sense. And then you get an actual concert. It just doesn't make sense to me, this many bands, that compressed the time. I didn't know it was one, 24 hours. That seems... It's uh, October 22nd, I believe it is. It's just one day. God, That's man. all it's built. Sensory overload. <laughs> Are they all... Right, like? Man. And they're saying... it. 
I think it's three stages, but it might be four. I feel like you'd have to have a lot more than that. And you'd have and to you space can't... them out so you could experience different ones rather than them all flood together. Yeah, I don't know. It's I'm I'm not buying a ticket, but I'm interested to see what these promoters and, and how this is gonna go. It is um, intriguing. Have you heard about the the band that's kind of trying to social media their way in? Uh, the band I set my friends on fire. Uh uh-uh. uh. So they got a uh, so the website for this festival is the when we were young festival. Oh, yeah, that thing is nuts, man. So they bought the domain. Uh, oh, this is the shit he always warned me about. They bought the domain that's uh, when we were young fest.com, not festival. So it's real close. Uh, so they've done this and they've uh, now gone on social media and hitting up the actual. Uh, when we were young and saying, hey, we'll, we'll give you this domain if you'll add us to the playlist. That's all they want. Just add us to the playlist. We want to play there. Uh, and they've come across and they said, hey, we're going to meme our way into this one way or another. Like, they're trying hard to use the power of social like media to get in going it. Around yeah. Hey, it. man. Hey. Get your get they you got some, the Twitter man. handle and everything. Get you some, you know. If, if you can buy up the domain and make a business deal. And it but it's it not even the money? same domain. It's just r- so close to it. Some people are going to sure. accidentally go there. As a matter of fact, one of the bands that are billed for the actual one shared their link instead of the actual link. And the funny thing is, is that if they uh, if they go under the the ticket distributor, and if they find that they do affiliate programs, all fells, they can make it an affiliate site, and people will go to that site and then click on the link, and they'll buy the tickets through that site, and they'll still make money. Smart men. Smart guys, I gotta say. Uh, hopefully, they get a shot. I think that would be a. Honestly, knowing the rock and roll fans and the crowd of the era that those most of those lineups are usually in the '05 to current era. That's why I think it's funny. They call it when we were young. I'm like, when who was young? Twenty somethings. They're still young. What the fuck are you talking about? These bands. Some of these bands are still active. They're not even ten years old. When we were young, get the fuck out of here. Bring Aerosmith <laughs> up if you want to talk about when we were young. You know, it's about like you're fucking about hey, grade this, school this shit. Episode should have came with a trigger warning for Brad over there. He well, got real it's, emotional. It's like if I'm gonna promote something Yoke called when ass, we were I'm young, I'm gonna call it when we were young. I'm gonna get bands that were when different generations were young. And we're gonna. That's how I would set it up. I wouldn't just say, oh, well, 2007. Bitch, that was not a long time ago. I mean, it is in your day-to-day life, but in your long-term plans, what was that 15 years, 16 years now? It's not that long. I mean, we're we're coming up on our 40s, man. We're kind of the, the mid-range of age, so when you reference the current generation, that's the I mean, gap we, you're talking. And yeah. Matchbox 20 is my childhood. About, I'll give them a... I mean, if you're talking yeah. about 90s, like... 90s, I mean, I'll give. No, I'm give. saying you said, you said 96 or 2006. 2007. Oh, was when, okay. That's when most of them I thought, were I thought, I thought you just said, I thought you said 96. I'm like, uh, we were in like third grade, no, no, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know why I said Matchbox 20. My Chemical Romance is what I meant to say. <laughs> they weren't 90s. They, well, late, maybe I mean, 99. That, I remember them from my childhood is yeah. what I'm saying. So I would say that's when I was young. Yeah, well, I mean, there are... I am a little older than you two, though. There are some so. bands on there that are legit, okay? And they're in that late... I would say anywhere from like the 94 to 2005 era before like the emo new metal really the new metal died and then emo kind of 
took over. And that's what most of those bands are is from that scene. So I'm like, I don't know. It's just to me, that's not when we were young. Oh, just to give them a little bit more uh, exposure, that group uh, I set my friends on fire also tweeted out that, hey, whatever y'all are play- paying My Chemical Romance, we'll do it for half. <laughs> so they said. They even redid the uh, Such a beautiful the poster art and like added them at the top <laughs> as a headliner. It was, they're doing good work with it, man. Fucking trolling at this point. But hey, man, if you if that, if that go get you it, yeah. go get it. It's the American that's dream, right? By the way, that's not illegal, but borders kind of in the gray area it, to make yourself successful. It goes back to that what they say. You can't make people do anything. You have to entice them to do it. You have to motivate them to do it. And it sounds like they are on a pretty good, uh, hey, we got this if you want to give a little of this, you know. Maybe and the can. best part about it is if it fails completely, they get this exposure anyway. Yeah. So it's it's a win-win. All press is good press. And, well, and, until you get labeled a pedophile. And it shows that they have a fun spirit, right? It's all jokes and sure. they're not being serious. They're not taking themselves too serious. Well, and, uh, you know, that that's what it's ultimately about. I mean... You go to these places to have a big party. You're not going there to scope out new talent, you know. I mean, I'm kind of a of an audiophile, I guess you'd say. I'm I definitely listen to a concert when I go to a concert, but at the same time, I go to see a fucking show. I want to see lights. I want to see lasers, fog. I want to see it all, man. I, I don't hold back. That's why Alice Cooper was probably one of my favorite. It's in my top top experiences for concerts just because of all the crazy shit he had coming out rob zombie too ozzy they 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 put tool. on a show i have never seen tool i've never seen them but like They're i saw pictures for- the other day and uh, and i've heard that like that they do all the light shows and stuff. Their visuals are just Crazy. insane. Yeah. Like they're fucking yeah. awesome. Very, very, very different vibe, but kind of plays into what you're talking about, the show and the lights and everything. Have you ever seen Trans-Siberian Orchestra's yes, Christmas show? Yes, I have. That is awesome. well show. done. Yeah. Well done. Actually, I would, I would actually say it was so well done. When I left, I was like, that's almost over-rehearsed. Like it's, like it's so perfect. Well, they do it every year. Sure. It's it's but that's kind of the thing. It's like it, the Nutcracker, it right? Can, it comes yeah. every year. It's coming. It can it can kind of get lost in the translation, I guess, when something's so good. But I mean, at the same time, you don't want to see someone get like lit up by pyro either. You don't want to see that. <laughs> so you know. Oh, I can tell that was a new thing they tried out. <laughs> uh, that X on the floor. You were supposed to be standing there, not there. By the way. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm gonna change the subject here a little bit. You all right with that? Oh, of course. It's your show, so, buddy. Jonathan, uh, was a guy mind if we say his name? I don't know his name. It's just Mitch. Mitch. The guy Mitch. had a, he's got a little amp, little Marshall Lead 12. Um, and they're common amp. They're, I got a little one over there too. And basically he's just having this thing where like they're popping. You know how it happens when you try to plug something in and all you get is a. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So basically it's just from dirt and shit. Um, so I'm going to clean it up and kind of play around with it. So if uh, there's a moment of silence on my end, just, just roll with it. I'm, I'm paying attention, but I'm going to try and fix this so I can get that back to him. And uh, I think it's pretty well working, but just a heads up. But I guess it'd be probably a good time to break with the, with our time, talent, treasure, you think? Sure. All right, let's do that. Okay. Um, you have somebody to thank, uh, Nikki, jo- um, 
Jackson's Nikki's mom. Nikki yeah, Jackson's mom. mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. And uh, and so just give her a little bit of you know music karma. You've got sixty nine, dudes. Karma. Sincere thank you from uh, Nikki Jackson's mom for the donation. We really appreciate that. You know, we thank everybody for listening to the show. Uh, we know that there's a lot of podcasts out there and there's a lot of options to listen. Uh, and then as for talent, if you're an artist and you want to be on the show, we're going to start uh, doing our listings on the groups and stuff also. So if we if we don't have a guest for that week, then we'll start listening or um, listing on, on there, like doing a post and just saying, hey, we're reaching out and try to get some artists Is on. Is that going to be on, on the main Facebook page or the artist? Uh, I could do both. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I mean, I because, mean, yeah, <laughs> put it on the main page and then uh, I can I could put it on the uh, – the artist network, which I, I've been adding uh, music artists to that network as we go. And then other artists, um, I know uh, Johnny's been adding people and stuff. So uh, that's kind of the idea is that we that we just kind of add people to this group and uh, make it so where artists have different connections to people. Um, later on, morebands.com will actually become like a, a platform for that so to be able to connect all the artists together. Um yeah, and then um, as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to thelocalearshot.com slash donate. Uh, and on there, we take crypto. We also take Cash App. We take Vitmo. Um, and so um, for the um, Nikki's uh, mom, uh, she is an executive producer on episode 45, which is her, her daughter's episode. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, and that was for the amount of $25. So thank you very much. Yeah, shout out to her, man. I appreciate that. She was fun to talk to, man. Um, if you guys are into acoustic uh, songwriters, uh, check her out. She's playing tonight in Norman at Native Spirits Winery tonight. So go to uh we'll probably we'll put that up on our facebook page you can check out nikki jackson at her uh, instagram and facebook too and you can uh, go check her out in action tonight i just might do that myself i don't know I, we'll see anyways back to the fucking show everybody <laughs> hi how are you <laughs> so all right i'm robert leach and this, this is a right, big yeah. ass house so Wofford, you're not a musician. You're not, not even a, a. I love music. But it's one of the music. few <clears throat> few things I feel like I love that I'm not good at. So, all right, we'll get the get the creative juices flowing here when it comes to to uh, electrons. You like electrons? I I do enjoy I'm the science. I'm a fan of the electrons. Um, so basically, what you have is a lot of sh- these things will just sit. And they're in a wooden case, but they still get dirt and shit and knocked around and jiggled and just all kinds of shit. So when you have that, you turn a knob and it all that popping and shit. It's usually basically just dirt. On a potentiometer, it's basically a strip of metal. And as you turn it, it goes to a higher, thicker strip. So you increase resistance. You have gotcha. to have more voltage. Therefore, gotcha. you have more oomph. So that's all it is. And you get dirt and shit over there over time and it doesn't conduct real well. And then you get that. So basically all I did was clean it up with some, some contact cleaner. There's some silicone lube you can spray in these things. Um, but I got it cleaned up pretty good. It's still one popping. I'm not going to replace anything if I'm not resoldering anything. If, if he needs that done, he needs to take it to a licensed guy, but I think it's, he can get some more mileage out of it as it is. So See if it works. Ooh. Huh. Yeah, that one. That treble. Still. Yeah. Kind of popping. 
Overall, not bad, though. Nice little amps. I like them. They're fun. Ugh. A little hot. But I like it. It's a good amp. He'll have to fix that treble pot. That's definitely not all the way there, but... Uh... What do you think? I, I think that uh, it shows why you're a host to a podcast. <laughs> why? <laughs> uh, because you understand music and you can play it, but you play it badly. Emotional <laughs> damage! <laughs> Damn. Cold-blooded. Man, see, I, I, don't, I don't have the musical expertise to be able to listen to this and tell you if you hit the right note, if you, if you played the right chord or whatever. Like, I... I just listened to it, and it's like, hey, does that sound good? Does that not sound good? I'm, I have a very, very basic understanding of music, which is probably why I've never been any good at it. Well, it's all just math at the end of the day, man. <clears throat> Isn't everything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Hurts my feelings, man. <laughs> well, Mitch, I got your amp working. Decently, however, there's a couple things. I'm gonna just, I'll send it in a message and uh, and uh, any further further repairs you're gonna have to take to a, a, a actual amp tech, but it definitely gets you some more mileage out of it. Just keep her clean, you know what I mean. So <laughs> I'll put this. I'll get this back. I'll send this back on with you. He also had some pickups that he wanted identified, <clears throat> and I. I got a resistance reading off of one of them, but the other one I couldn't get a steady reading on. So I think this is the bridge uh-huh. based off of the resistance. But, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exactly what you said. Try, right. one. Try one. If it doesn't work, move it to the back. <laughs> Try it again. He literally, that's, that's what he said. He said, it, it, I was like, hey, which one's the front, which one's the back? And he goes, he goes, well, I mean, you just wire it up, and if it sounds like shit, then you move the other one, and if it sounds good, then it's the right way. That one, there's I mean, only two options. Like That seems like that's easier than actually going through the effort of finding somebody else and having them test it. Well, it's, I mean, you just have to put a meter on it, but, I mean. Right, but I feel like it's more effort for me to track you down and get it to you than it would be to just hook it into one, test it, hook it into the other, and test it. Well, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, uh, normally you test the resistance because your your uh, Ohm's Law voltage amps uh, resistance, you know, that relationship. Right. So basically you have a, a more coils, you're going to have more resistance, so you have to have more volts. It's a hotter pickup, higher output. So... These are both low output. I, I didn't even get the appropriate resistance reading for the hot pickup. I got this at like anywhere, anywhere somewhere between 40 and 60K. And normally I think it runs between 60 to 120K normally for a bridge. And this, like I said, I couldn't even get a reading on it. So I don't know. So it sounds like they both probably need to be replaced. Prob- anyway. Probably low output. You might get some uh, like a warm tone, like a bassy kind of sound. But yeah, I've. If you want a Les Paul, if that's from a Les Paul or a SG, man, yeah. get you some Seymour Duncans and throw them bitches out. That's what I would do. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
That's what I did with mine. Hey, I mean, he said he said if they're bad, they're bad. Like he just needs to know like what's up with them. Oh, so. they're 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 definitely they're they got continuity. You can you can get a circuit to complete, but it's definitely low output. Something maybe they're just old or you know maybe they're just not good to begin with. And most of them come on off of uh, like Epiphones and stuff. They're like microphonic wax paper made just easy slam together shit to get out the door basically <clears throat> if you want to spice up your tone you know, get into the seymour duncan world man that's those that was, those are my babies a lot of guys like all of emgs or whatever i'm i'm pretty particular to my my analog stuff but you know it's pretty crazy man that like you said all it is is just vibrations yep from a metal string to a copper wire that's pretty cool (laughs) kind of always made me wonder like you can see like different creatures see things differently right like if you you can google like what it looks what the world looks like to a bird and it's vastly different than us because of the color spectrum i wonder how much of that works with the sound too right like obviously dogs and other animals can hear a lot better than us but do they hear sounds we don't like as in sure frequencies in between our frequencies for sure that, that that is intriguing to like hear what the world would sound like or what our favorite music would sound like. It kind of challenges you on a philosophical level. You know, when you start, and this happened to me when I started getting into electronics was just when, because the first part of the class is just the nature of the electron. You're not learning how to complete circuits or you're learning what is the electron, how does it apply to reality, you know, and that really lit a fire that I never had in high school or college for that matter. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's just fascinating. Really. That's all you're doing is, is just you're taking a piece of steel iron and over here, you got another piece that's wrapped in copper and you wave one over the other and there's an exchange of energy. That's, that's fucking awesome to me. There's, you're not adding anything. It's just two pieces of metal. That's crazy. You want to be even more like <laughs> mind blown and think that's crazy is when you start talking about the, there's no mass involved. Well, no, in the electron. no, no, no. Well, the electron, yeah, a photon is different. Photons are a little different. Electrons definitely have mass. I know that because um, I've stood out in the sun and I've also been shocked with 120. And I will tell you, the electrons definitely have mass. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but is that mass or is that transfer of energy, right? Both. Because light light doesn't have mass, and it can still warm the planet because of its uh, momentum. Wofford, we're not getting into a thought loop I, here. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying but, that just because you feel something from something doesn't mean that it has mass. True. That's all I'm saying. True. I'll, I'll concede that at least and all right for anybody out there that has an advanced degree in astrophysics that's like oh you guys are both wrong it's actually this shut up if you want to correct me you can come on the show reach out to me i'm happy to talk to you i'm not <laughs> yeah, an expert. neither one of us pretend to we're be not experts, experts. Just we're just some dumb curious guys minds stoned talking about things that we don't understand solving the world's <laughs> problems to try above to. our pay grade. solving the world's <laughs> problems <laughs> I'll tell you what, when it comes to that shit, it, it fascinates me. And it started with the electron, and then you start looking at just how reality, the physical world, stacks up. And it's just like, oh, it all fits on this one table of elements. That's everything that we know of. That's fucking crazy. 
I don't know, man. And then you take one and you can make other shit happen with it. That's it's just frequencies sp- and spooky action vibrations. at a distance and all this f- fuckery. You make all technology, even nuclear bombs. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, ultimately, I mean, the sun's doing it yeah, constantly, right? Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, that's where we're headed. Is, is uh, either we're all dying of cancer or we're all dying of a nuclear war, which is going to happen first. I'm thinking cancer, at least in my my own personal uh, <laughs> world. I've really Your own put, personal world. I've really put my body world through the ringer, man. man I, I just don't think it's going to hold out. <laughs> I think humans are smart enough. And resourceful enough when properly motivated that there is nothing uh, within our control that'll kill us. Like there's not, it's not going to be a sickness. It's not going to be so, unless it's something like the Black Plague that comes on and it acts so, so fast, so hot and, that it just yeah that yeah. we don't have time to figure it out. But I think we're it when it all ends, it's either going to be a natural event like way, way, way in the future where the sun uh, expands before it collapses in on itself. Or, like, we expand apart if that's a thing, if that's what's going to happen. Whatever, like, is going to happen out of our control. I think that's what's going to end us. We're, we're it's going to be a mass casualty event. Yeah, it's not going to be a slow burn. Yeah, we're too resourceful as humans. Huh. As terrible as we are at times, uh, we are adaptive and resourceful. We're like really good cockroaches. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, we really yep. are. <laughs> <laughs> and we really, really need to start... Um, taking action and being very careful about what kind of world we're going to leave for Keith Richards when we're all gone. That's very valid. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> especially since he's not going to have Betty White with See, him anymore. See, earlier when you were talking about the gamble, I was like, man, if you said, like, it, that's the ultimate gamble, you'd be like, man, eggs on the table, fuck Keith Richards, you know? like. That's well, that's so what, it didn't even cross my happens, mind. If that happens, that's it's the apocalypse. Impossible. I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, if that happens... I'm pretty sure that we're going to see pearly gates and some shit. People are just going to start disappearing left and right. It's, like, yeah, that's, that's, the that's the rapture. That's the rapture. rapture. That's the actual rapture. If, Keith Richards. If Keith Richards goes and you don't, you're fucked. Well, Betty, ju- <laughs> Betty just went to prepare things for Keith, right? I mean, uh, there's quite an age gap there. I think if, if we're going off that, Keith Richards has 30 more years. I don't have 30 more years, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goddamn, Keith. <laughs> Betty White, she was 99. She's like two weeks away from her 100. That's fucking sucks. And the entire world is like, ah, oh, too soon. Yeah. And they, they, they even had like a birthday thing made for her and everything. Are my dogs whining? Yep. All right. Our mascot is needing some attention. Fucker okay. clogged up on me, okay. man. My vape pen clogged okay. up. Ah! Okay. Denied! Twins. You know what causes that? <laughs> you know what causes that? Life hack. Uh, when you're pressing the button and you're pulling off of it and you stop at the same time if you don't let go of the button and clear it uh the vape gets up through it and then when the heat isn't there it dries back to a solid so it gets a clog so you don't have the air so don't inhale as much no, no no let go of the button before you finish inhaling and i am not a scientist again so i don't know if that's true but it's works for, it works for me when and it that's comes what to routes of me. administration for marijuana i trust a lot of people that aren't doctors on that most of them are on the engineering side of knowledge for that type of thing. <laughs> we smoked pot out of fruit in high school. I mean, <clears throat> I trust highly educated professionals inside the field of marijuana. They're called bud tenders. <laughs> doctor recommended marijuana or doctor allowed marijuana. I, I have uh, some people in my life that I've known for many years that have gotten jobs as bud tenders and, 
I'm not sure there's much they would say that I would believe. <laughs> I'm not going to bring up names, and I'm not uh, at all saying all. No, I'm, I'm not like, saying all bartenders are like that. I'm saying that you know we entrust these people. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I got my place here in town I go to, and I'll shout them out. I don't care. Thanks. They're good my, people. They're my good people. There's two bud tenders up there. To this day, I don't know their names, but one's this cool hippie chick, and one other's this dude with tattoos, and he's got red hair. Man, I go in there, and I'll just need to get one thing. Red hair tattoo dude and hippie chick. Shout out to you. Shout buddy. out to those guys, man. They are. <laughs> I mean, very, I hear that they listen to the show. So, yeah, you know, I think they yeah. do. I've, oh, I've, we went in a couple I've times and they've been like, times. "Hey, I listened to this episode." They've referenced the yeah, episode, good so they people. definitely have. Which is which is pretty cool because, like, when I first went in there, um, they were asking me if I come to Norman and stuff, and I said, "Well, yeah, I come up here and do a podcast every week." And then they asked me what it was, and then later on, he was telling me that they listened to the show. So I was like, "Oh, that's cool as shit, man." Yeah, I. I kind of broached the topic with cool hippie chick about having one of them on the show to talk and it's a corporation so they can't really do that but i i mean they're not an uh uh established spokesperson no it's it's that they actually work for the entity so it i don't know just yeah they, to avoid any conflicts. I, I know i know where i work um it says on a board it says that it, you know like what you just said you have to be an established um person a spokesperson for the for the company to do it um if they're a corporate um but uh like so you can't just go off and say something because then that could actually hurt the image of the thing what i don't like is though is that uh they offer discount codes and promotion codes and i would want to be able to do that on the show ironically i could have him do it and it would be perfectly fine he could get on the show talk about the company i work for everything and they and and say hey like here's a discount code and totally do that for us but i can't because i work there so it's legally of interest kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I told her, I said that's fine, and she, I said I might just come back and get some references, and and if y'all have a spokesperson, I'll talk to them. I don't, you know, that's fine. But um, cool folks, if you're in the Norman or whatever area, I recommend them. They got good prices and usually got good weed. And the only thing is, is if if you go in there, it's like going, it's like going grocery shopping hungry. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you start off saying, okay, I need this for dinner. But by the time you get done, you got like a whole grocery cart full of shit because you're hungry. And you're like, oh, that sounds good, too. We'll have some of that. And uh, that's how it is when I go into Dang's. <laughs> Hell, I mean, I think that's how it was when you went to Bowser's, right? Oh, sure, <laughs> like, yeah. $100 right there. That's how it is. That's how it is. If anybody made money on that episode, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate um, uh, how honest they are, right? They're like, hey, like, if you like that, like, this like they don't it doesn't feel like they're trying to upsell you continuously. Right? Yeah. They're they're friendly and engaging enough that they do pull off the upsell really well, right? Uh, they they have good tact uh in the way they do it, but they'll also if you, if you tell them you're on a budget or you're st- trying to stay between here and get this amount, like they'll they'll work. They're not yeah, they'll work they're, for they're, you. They're they're very good, good at what they do. I will give them that. And uh so yeah, shout out to them and well, maybe with any good fortune, maybe we can get someone from them to come on and uh, at least help educate. There's there's so much ignorance still with medical marijuana and just marijuana in general that I like to I like to talk to. My dogs are so weird. <laughs> uh, he's in there digging uh, in his ear with his nail, and then he'll eat the shit off his nail. He's worse than a fucking human. <laughs> Well, anyway, um, 
Yeah, shout out to Danks uh, and and marijuana for that matter. It's <laughs> one of my favorite things. So, <laughs> well, you got anything else coming up, man, in the foreseeable future? Uh, like I said, we got a thing in Nebraska. We got. When's the season wrap up? Springtime or uh, the end of March, beginning of April. Just a couple more months. So about the same time as like college football. I think March Madness or sorry, or college basketball. basketball. Okay. Cool, man. Well, um, good luck to you in the future and in uh, future tournaments. Thanks, sir. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up. We usually have a weekly smoke sesh anyway, so, you know, yeah. uh, we'll catch you next time, man. Thanks for coming in. No, thanks for having me. I got a few things. I can, just one more thing. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah, I was about to ask, like, um, isn't uh, Elizabeth's show at the – Yeah, I was going to shout up? that yeah. out. Uh, well, we actually have uh, – uh, next Saturday is a uh, busy day. We got Brocast Radio. Um, I need to confirm with them, but they've we've been in contact, and uh, they're a Norman band. If you guys remember Psychotic Reaction, uh, Nolan, the lead singer for there, I think this is his girlfriend that fronts this band, uh-huh. and so we we met them at uh, Christoph Murdoch's uh, Christmas party, and they were they were one of the bands that came on. And I got to see them; they put on a good show. So I'm like, hey, come on the show. She says, okay, schedule it. So we did. So that's what we're going to do next Saturday. <laughs> uh, that evening, January 29th, that'll be uh, a big show for Johnny Hollis. He's got a, uh, a video premiere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it's out in at the Ritz in Shawnee, back out where, where we're kind of from anyways, you know. So, Home of Brad Pitt. Oh. Fancy shout out. Mm, that other Brad from Oklahoma, I see. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Johnny Hollis is de- debuting the video for the song Flowers, and that features Elizabeth Turner, Chad Carr, Ben Matthews, and Damian Aranda, I think, even. Or he played on the song. I don't, know if, the song, I don't know if he's doing the okay. show. Well, like, because he put together band members and yeah, stuff, yeah. so I don't know who's all going to be. Kick-ass song. Uh, the, the album itself is very good. Um, and then after that, I think he's going to have a jam session. He's trying to goad me into getting up there and... I don't know. I might. We'll see. But uh, yeah, that kicks off next next Saturday, January 29th. Well, I guess by the time this drops, it'll be that Saturday. So <laughs> January 29th, um, Brocast Radio. We're gonna try and have on the day that, that day, and then the show in Shawnee, uh, Johnny Hollis and Elizabeth Turner at the Ritz. So you guys buy some tickets and go see a rock and roll show. Get out of the house, have a little bit of fun, and um, yeah, let's have a party. Thanks, Nikki's mom, once again. Appreciate the donation, and um, I'll see you guys up the line, man. Love y'all. See y'all. Bye-bye.